Nine warning signs of a codependent relationship. A codependent relationship is a kind of dysfunctional relationship where one person is a caretaker and the other person takes advantage. Codependent relationships are extremely common among people with substance use issues. They don't necessarily have to encompass that, but they're common among people with substance abuse issues or use issues, as well as children of substance abuse and use issues. Typically, one partner will take care of the other to the extent of enabling that partner's behavior. Often, the caretaker is raised in a family with an addicted parent and learns to placate that parent in order to make life easier for her, him, or his or her siblings. This is often the oldest child and he or she may repeat the pattern in their own relationships as an adult. Codependency is not good for either partner. It allows one partner to sink deeper while forcing the other to completely forego their own wants and needs in order to care for the other. And here are nine warning signs that you might be in a codependent relationship. Number one, people pleasing. It's normal to want to want people to like you. And we all want our loved ones to be happy. But there's a difference between these normal tendencies and having to please people all the time. People pleasers often feel like they have no choice but to keep other people happy. I'm going to repeat that. People pleasers often feel like they have no choice but to keep other people happy. They don't like to say no, even when pleasing others substantially interferes with their own wants and needs. I'm going to repeat that again. People pleasers do not like to say no, even when pleasing others substantially interferes with their own wants and needs. So people, people pleasers tend to put others before themselves. And uh, I, I've dealt with this personally. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Number two, lack of boundaries. And this is a huge one. This is something that I had to battle with myself. Lack of boundaries. People in both roles in a codependent relationship tend to have problems recognizing, respecting, and reinforcing boundaries. Having boundaries simply means you respect the other person's right to his or her own feelings and autonomy. It also means recognizing that you aren't responsible for other people's happiness. People in codependent relationships tend to have a problem where one person doesn't recognize boundaries and the other person doesn't insist on boundaries. Thus, one person is controlling and manipulative and the other person is compliant and fails to assert his own will. Working on setting and maintaining boundaries is one of the most important skills families have to learn, individuals as well. Number three, poor self-esteem. Typically, neither person in a codependent relationship has very good self-esteem. One person needs the approval of the other or at least needs to be of service to the other to have a sense of purpose. The other person has low self-esteem due to having to depend on someone else to meet material needs and needing validation from that person. I'm going to repeat that again. One person needs the approval of the other or at least needs to be of service to the other to have a sense of purpose. The other person has low self-esteem due to having to depend on someone else to meet their material needs and meeting validation from that person. 
The dependent person is often controlling out of basic sense of insecurity that the other person might leave. Number four, caretaking. A major sign of codependency is when you feel like you have to take care of everyone all the time. This typically comes from childhood when the caretaker learns that there may be terrible consequences from failing to take care of a parent's needs, for example. As a result, he or she may feel compelled to take care of others, especially a partner, not so much out of affection, but from the fear that something bad will happen if they don't. And this, I was kind of codependent on my job. I was kind of codependent on being a healthcare worker. I was a caretaker. And I, I have mentioned this in previous podcasts that one of the reasons why I couldn't separate myself from that horrible relationship, I got helicopters overhead all 24-7. Um, so I, <laughs> fucking, it's just constant audio shit out here. So I couldn't separate myself from, from that job, even though I hated the job and even though that, that line of work was, just wasn't good for me. And um, I, was, I was stuck. I was codependent in my relationship, you know, being a healthcare provider in the facilities. And, and, and my fear was that something bad would happen to these patients if I'm not there to take care of them. And, and that was obviously a codependent action on my part. And... Um, yeah, it, it just, it, you know, it, it basically prolonged the inevitable where it's, you know, it just wasn't working for me, but I was convincing myself that I needed to stay and do this line of work because these patients, nobody else would take care of these patients. And it was just a bunch of bullshit. But I, I saw that in myself and, and reading number four, I'm going to read this again. Uh, it just kind of reminded me that's a, as an example of what I went through. And, and, and we, we have all sorts of examples when it comes to that. So I'm going to read it again. Number four, uh, nine, one of the nine signs that you're in a codependent relationship. Number four, we could be in codependent relationships with people, our parents, our lovers, our jobs, you know, so it's, it's not limited to, you know, just one dynamic or relationship. Number four, a major sign of codependency is when you feel like you have to take care of everyone all the time. I felt that way. This typically comes from childhood where the caretaker learns that there may be terrible consequences from failing to take care of a parent's needs. As a result, he may feel compelled to take care of others, especially a partner, not so much out of affection, but from fear that something bad will happen if he doesn't. Most people can get by fairly well on their own, and feeling like things will go terribly wrong if you don't take care of them is often a sign of codependency. Number five, reactivity. When your identity is based on pleasing others and you feel responsible for everybody's well-being, you might find yourself reacting to situations rather than acting out of your own volition. You might find yourself being defensive or easily internalizing criticism. This results in losing touch with your own wants and needs and makes it harder to be proactive. It is also partly a result of your inability to set boundaries so that you feel responsible for someone else's feelings. This is very important here. This is, this is, this is where we, we form our prisons, our mental prisons. I'm going to read that again, number five. When your identity is based on pleasing others and you feel responsible for everyone's well-being, you're basically in a mental prison. That's, that's my little ad there. But you might find yourself reacting to situations rather than acting out of your own vol volition. 
You might find yourself being defensive or easily internalizing criticism. And these are not things that, that we want to be. We don't want to easily internalize cri criticism. We don't want to be defensive. We, we, you know, if somebody has something to say and we're internalizing it and it's not true, we're fucking, we are fucking ourselves up. So this results in losing touch with your own wants and needs, and it makes it harder to be proactive. It is also partly a, re a result of our in inability to set boundaries so that we feel responsible for someone else's feelings. Poor communication, number six. A codependent mindset makes it hard to communicate effectively. The caregiver is often unaware of their own wants and needs, and when they are aware of them, they may be reluctant to express them. They may feel like caring for the other person is the only or most important thing, or they may fear upsetting the other person by asserting themselves. The dependent person may be in the habit of communicating dishonestly, more interested in maintaining control than in actually communicating. I'm going to repeat that. The dependent person may be in the habit of communicating dishonestly, more interested in maintaining control than actually, than in actually communicating. And, and this is, you know, you have people, this is where gaslighting comes in a lot of times. You know, you might want to try to communicate and uh, they don't want to hear it. And a good way to maintain control, certain people, they're good at, they're good at gaslighting because then, then, you know, then there's an inability to focus on the problem. You know, it's, it's, it just completely derails the communication in favor of controlling the situation. Communication is another crucial skill to learn in family therapy. Both people have to learn to communicate honestly and effectively. And if, and if you can't communicate honestly with a person, um, that's a huge problem. And because uh, it's, it's communication is a two-way street. And if one person seeks to control all methods and, and aspects of the communication, then it's not, it's not a two-way street. It's a dictatorship. Number seven, lack of self-image. The caregiver may have low self-esteem. He or she may not have much of a self-image at all. Often, the caregiver defines him or herself mainly in relation to the other person and may have no idea who they are without having that role to play. This is why the caregiver is also dependent, even though he is the one taking care of practical matters and could probably get along just fine without the other person. Number eight, dependency. Of course, dependency plays a major role in codependency. Each person needs the other for something. One person needs her material needs to be met because addiction or other issues have impeded her autonomy. The other person needs validation and a sense of purpose from taking care of someone. In a way, it's a trade-off, but it also limits both people involved. And number nine, relationship stress. As you might expect, any of these factors can put a lot of stress on a relationship when you can't communicate or respect boundaries, you're bound to have problems. The caregiver often feels a lot of stress about doing everything right. The caregiver often feels a lot of stress about doing everything right, while the dependent person often feels insecure about being abandoned by the caretaker. Both are afraid to be alone, but neither is particularly happy. 
There may not be many fights since one partner is typically committed to keeping the other happy, but both are likely to feel stressed nonetheless. And then it's just uh, at the end of the article, it's like, here, call this number. If you know somebody struggling with addiction or codependency, we're here to help. But uh, yeah, so that was just a quick reading on uh, codependent relationships.